Hello everyone, this is Caleb, your GM. A quick word before our final show today. This is the finale of Trailblazers Season 1. I want to thank all of you who've joined us this far. The first episode of Trailblazers was released back when we started, when this podcast had zero listeners. And now we've over 60,000 downloads, over 300 subscribers, and for any of you who've listened since episode 1, wow, thanks so much for coming along with us on this journey. If you join us somewhere in between, I hope you've enjoyed it. I've loved every interaction I've had with you guys, and it's my joy to hear that I could be a part of your life, even if it is just in a show, to give you a little bit of entertainment during the day. And I want to give one final thank you to my friend, Nicholas Laborde. You hear his voice at the end of every episode. He's also in Pathfinder Academy. He does all the voiceover work for us here at the Trailblazer Network. He's a good friend of mine, and he's gone into the video game making business, and he's really finding some good success. If you guys want to help him out, you can buy his game on Steam. It is called Close Order, and it's only $5, and it's a great game. It's not early access. It's not green light. It's a full game. I encourage you guys to support my friend and go buy that game. We're doing a Q&A after this episode, and there's still time to get in your questions. You can find ways to send them to us at our website, tblazer.net. That's the letter T, blazer.net. This episode marks the end of the story, and as such, I'm going to try and wrap up as much of the story as I can. But I want you to remember something. I tell this to every one of my players right before we play the final session. Ending a story is hard, especially long ones. Did you know there is more than 100 hours of Trailblazers? That's longer than every episode of Game of Thrones combined and then doubled. That's a lot to wrap up, and even the most successful shows have trouble ending. Any of you guys ever watch Lost? Think of your favorite anime. When I think of my favorite shows, to me, the most joy I got was the journey to the ending, not the ending itself. All that said, I hope you enjoy this season finale of Trailblazers. Last time on Trailblazers, the party fresh from their defeat at the hands of Setsuko were left for dead. They awoke to find themselves captured by slavers and sold to the Empire to fight in the Colosseum. After having defeated all that were sent against them, even Clockwork, the Emperor saw them for who they were and had them captured. Unhappy with them, instead of killing them, he actually equipped them. He sent them to the SCP Foundation, the building that held all the creatures from David's world, claiming that there had been a catastrophic prison break. He told them to go and contain the situation. The party did as they were told. Before entering the SCP Foundation, a vision of Thaddeus, David's martyred paladin friend, showed them a lamb and instructed them to put the blood of the lamb on their foreheads and cheeks, similar to how they saw the blood on the door frames during Passover. They did so and put some blood in a jar and took it with them. In the Foundation, they found all the creatures from David's world released and fought their way to go reactivate the Keepers, near indestructible hunter killers that were designed to fight these creatures. They got all the way to the Keeper storage room, but were killed by one of the creatures, Agent Smith. In their defeat, time was reset, in a way, by a powerful spell called the White Room, allowing them to try again. The party stands fresh from their second reset. Will the party be able to reactivate the Keepers? Can they find a way to defeat Agent Smith? What will come of their inevitable confrontation with Kaiser Soze? Find out this week on Trailblazers! Here's the deal. Last we left off, you guys went through uh, the SCP Foundation. Got your mm -hmm. butt kicked a couple times, but kept resetting. You reset. This is number two reset. The white room had been compromised. It reset. You saw everything go back in reverse, and you're back to the start. But this time it glitched. This time it glitched a little bit. A little, little, uh, a little glitch in the matrix, as it were. I have a public service announcement that has to be said. Just so our listeners know, there's been a major recall on Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. So bring them to my place so I can properly dispose of them for you all. <laughs> I'm editing every time you talk to our audience, I edit it right out. I know you do.
For all they know, you don't even know they exist. Any questions about what happened last time? Anything need a refresher on anything? Nope. No We're going straight TPK right now. All right. So uh, last you went through the same path, and at the end of it was Smith, who you were able to do some damage to via fire and lightning, uh, but in the end uh, got the best of you, David. And it activated Correct. the white room again. Mm -hmm. So you're back at the start. You can go back the same path you way with the lessons you learn. Maybe you'll find an easier path to the left or straight ahead. It's completely up to you what you would like to do. You just saw the interesting scene that happens every time where a guy's pulling his friend back and he's shooting at the Terminator that's just walking at him. And they walk down the left hallway. And it's been a little bit, so it's not as if the Terminator would be right there as if you turn to your left. For all you know, okay. he's, he's gone. Who knows? It's been a bit. So can we cut to the chase and say we did everything the exact same last nope, time until nope, we get cannot. But wait, but wait, hold on, Dom. Anyway, it's kind of dumb anyway because we got in that room and hit the switch and nothing happened. Because the uh, it's not like we failed. Because the keepers are frozen. The keepers are frozen. What that was the problem? Yeah. Well, looking at the map, this time if we went straight up hallway F, we'd probably only fight Smith. It seemed like. Because isn't that where we popped out last time? That is where he came from. He came from the darkness that was in hallway F. And we didn't get to a fight with anyone else while that whole time we were fighting him in there. Well, you didn't really go down Hallway F. He came out of Hallway F. Most of your battle happened in Hallway G on the left side near the green door, the green room. Yeah. yeah. No, because he jumped through the walls at SCP-10 or 9. Like, the we were in but that That still hallway. leaves 050104. No, no, no. 08, you, you guys, 12. the farthest you got was SCP-12's door. Mm-hmm. Right, battle... stands right across the hall. Remember, he jumped through the wall of the cell. It had to be on that side. He jumped through the wall of the cell. He did not. He blinked. Dom, when Dom oh, blinked. Oh, Dom. Yes, yes, he did. Blinked through either SCP-10 or what would be, I guess, 9. There's no number in there. Right, yeah, the one number, yeah. We were all up in that hallway is what I'm yeah. saying. That's where we were fighting. Correct. The top, but not most of the hallway after you didn't go into. Uh, I don't know, Dom. What do you want to do? It all seems terrible to me. Uh, we could try yeah, to go right up the hallway. We didn't learn anything. How are we going to beat Smith? We weren't even close. We, well, I can't use least. my gun. So I'm out. We can try going straight up the hallway if you really want. No, no, but before we even do that, how do we beat Smith? Hit him till it breaks. He has a breaking point, but that still leaves us with all these doors occupied, or possibly occupied. That's the problem with going straight up the hallway. But what do I hit him with? You don't hit him with anything. I'll keep him busy. You try to get in the room. But then he can do the... How do I get in the room? Blink. I can't blink. You have your blink ring. I don't have a blink ring oh, That's anymore. right. Crap. I'm just a, I'm just like a original Dave now. Original Dave. Just so a gun. Good, just a gun in my anger. You're oh, telling, also, you're basically yeah. useless. Guys, look at your... <laughs> I can't shoot it. Look at your stuff. Remember, you got a bunch of magic items. Refresh yourself so you don't go, Oh, I could have used this. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I know what I got. I don't have anything that would have helped me. With and him. David... I'm, fire. One thing well, uh, is, is uh, um, Duran gave you the glove. It was from him specifically. So while we're standing in this hallway, letting time elapse, is there anything else happening? Um, no. You you see the same things you see, um, before. Downway to hallway left is a faint glow, a flickering flank glow, complete darkness straight ahead of you, rather dark to your right, but you know what happens to your right. You want to try to the left? No. Remember the hallway's blocked at the top. We already know that. Hallways. If we go at the top of hallway B, where B meets G, it's yeah. caved in and blocked off. We can't get around it. I don't remember that, but okay. Yeah, 
It was. Uh, let's try hallway F then. Because that's wanna... where I tried to run away from Smith. Sorry, I know it was. You want to try hallway F? You were mentioning um, what you see, and I didn't mention, but you certainly do see it. Oops. Where that door is, mm -hmm. right? You see um, one of those red recording things. Where what, what door is? Uh, to the left, the left door. Uh, for the, I don't know what color. That left yellow room. Uh, the yellow room. The yellow room. Yes, yeah. to your left. There's a recording, uh, recording crystal. Uh, Clockwork spy with a recording crystal in it. I slowly walk over to it with my sword drawn at the ready. I back him up. All right. As you get closer, you notice all around this Clockwork spy, which again, this kind of looks like a big spider, maybe the size of a, a globe, is bullet casings. Dozens upon dozens of bullet casings, even a couple clips you would recognize, David, from the M16 on the ground. And the door is open to that room. You that yellow one? Yeah, that that room. And you look inside, which that room is supposed to be the... Um, dormitory or something yeah, like that. Yeah, like a dormitory. Great word for it. Uh, you look in there, and you see 20 to 30 dead bodies. All people who were at the SCP, SCP personnel bodies. All of them dead, many of them riddled with bullets, a couple of them cut in half, and you can see, like, on the wall, big scrape marks, and part of the wall got caved in. Alright, nab the crystal and jam it into the machine, into the thingy. Alright, boys, listen up. Crap's hit the fan. We've had a mass containment breach, which means either we're successful here, or we're dead, so get your game faces on. Alpha Team, you're to secure all threat level 2 and 3 SCP's equipment. They've got better tech and better weapons than us, so if they get to their stuff, we're boned. Bravo Team, you're to eliminate all SCP's Alpha Team comes across. I'm leading Charlie Team. I know protocol says we're to escort all Class 1 and 2 personnel to safety, but truth is, if any of the civilians aren't dead, they're dying. Our only hope now is containment. Preservation of life is secondary. Everyone's got their directives? Let's go. So confused by all that. They all died. No, I get all that, but did the SC SCP guys have machine guns? The SCP, the dead guys, we see. How are they? Do we see any? How they're armed? The SCP guys all have uh, pistols or pepper boxes. But everything to the period. Nothing. Yeah, correct. Modern. Correct. Dumbasses should have built the, built themselves better weapons. Oh boy. I don't know, man. I'm totally at a loss. Up hallway A. I mean, my, my gut tells me to just do the same thing we did since we already know. All we have to remember this time, it's the second chainsaw guy before the alien. You can kind of... Um, the light is brighter that's flickering, and it seems to be not too far down uh, hallway B. But I know hallway B is closed off at the end. We'll make room. All right, man. If you want to try it, you go in front. Okay, I'll take front down hallway B. Because we're no longer using the advantages of the white room. Wait, if you want, we can go down hallway E again. Dave, tell me what you want to do. You're the Brokusaki here, remember. You guys are always good when I give you decisions. <sighs> well, here's I'm the willing point. to go down hallway... But, but, I don't want to fight... Everything we fought going the other way, we beat. Except for Smith. Let's do it again. If we go this way, we still have a Terminator, right? Ready. Terminator. Ready. Machine gun. Army guy. 
Kaiser Soze. Kaiser Soze. <laughs> at least the other way we know we're going to win, at least to Smith. Then let's go the other way. But I just don't know how we're going to beat Smith. Maybe it's not turning on the keepers. Maybe we have to kill everything in the white room to succeed. Mm -hmm. Is that mm -hmm. a possibility? Mm -hmm. So you're saying... Instead of even worrying about turning on the keepers, let's just kill everything? No, let's get the hallway like G, thing. let's deal with Smith, and then let's try to get into the keeper room. Yeah, we have to kill everything prior to trying to... This time, don't waste time trying to get in the room, correct? Yeah. This time, it's kill. I agree. But listen, when we get to Smith, I, all I have is that uh, firebomb. It was the only thing I did that hurt him. I can't shoot at him. So I'm not really sure what, how much help I'm going to be. Distract him. Well, I did when he absorbed into me and killed me. That's <laughs> accurate. Do you have any other useful skill that would help us kill him? I think I have one idea. What's that? You, I can't say it out loud because I don't want the GM, GM to know. I could, when you're hesitating, I knew that was what you were going to say. Remember, Mr. Do you David. trust me that little, David? Remember, Mr. So David. Not not fun. Even if what I say... If I ask you not to... Um, whatever the word is, I try not to do it either. Metagame. Metagame. Okay. And plus... I, I, I'm I'm a yes man. I'm trying to make all your plans work. Here's what we I'm do. I'm going yes now. I know how to foil him, and he's totally his plan. <laughs> Just hold on. What's going to happen? If you remember We're last going to make time. a plan. Caleb's going to get ready to counter it, and then we change our plan last minute. We do the same <laughs> thing every. All right, then listen to my plan. So when we come around that hallway where he's going to come out and confront us, yeah, we stand side by side, right? Okay. When as soon as he starts his little soliloquy, I'm going to hit him with that. Firebomb. Remember, he gives me that whole speech. Yeah. I'll hit him with the firebomb. When I hit him with the firebomb, he's gonna jump into you. Remember, that's what he did last time. Yeah. But this time, you'll be standing right next to me. Mm-hmm. So this time, when he jumps into you, oh. I'm gonna put the gun in my glove. Okay. I have a glove that makes the gun disappear, and then it just reappears. Yeah. And then I'm gonna give him the line that chick gave him. Dodge this. Remember. In the Matrix, when she says that, yeah. <laughs> As David says to Thorne, you, you remember, you remember the Matrix movie when she, when she said that. Remember that chick? You, you don't like that plan? I like the plan, it's, except for the part where he sticks his thing in my chest. No, remember he he switches with you, and then you're in the fire. That's what he did last time. That's right. Okay. So if you're standing Just right next to me, don't shoot me. No, I'm gonna wait. Okay. So he switches, but first okay. we gotta go do this whole annoying hallway thing again. Let's do the hallway. All right, remember, water, chainsaw guy. Hold on, let me water. let me take a look and see if I have anything that would that would allow me to limit my use Don't of use my any stuff. of the electric stuff until we get to him. That's what you were doing that was working. Yeah. Just Because you, you, remember, last the first time through, you didn't ever use your... Just use your sword and stuff. None of, the, none of those guys are that bad. It's just the edge of it. Something you say. Well, I, don't, I didn't use any magic. Just use your sword. Except for the water thing. That you gotta do. Do you know why the fighting was so easy last time? Yeah, because I, I have the third shot. Because I used my magic. No way, man. That's like a critical every time I hit all three. Okay, okay. But no, you have to use... Here's the magic you have to use. Let's go through the order. Chainsaw guy. Mm-hmm. Water on the radio. Grenade yeah. guy. We run right at him and take him out. Remember, mm -hmm. he dies instantly with any hit. Yeah. Chainsaw guy again, right? Mm -hmm. Then the alien in the vent. There you have to use the... The big, the, the, uh, the fire burp guy. Alien in the vent, and then Smith, right? Mm -hmm. Anything? Not that I know. 
So just use the water and the, we'll try not to use the magic unless we get in trouble. How about that? Deal. Don't go right to the magic. Okay. Your video's off. It's creeping me out. Is it creeping you out? I think I like it better this way. I can react to things and not worry about what you think. Oh, oh Caleb's face. All right, let's go ahead with your uh, plan. That won't work. It's like playing poker, game. but it's like playing poker, but the guy's in another room. <laughs> You're not playing against me. Listen, I'm not Gary Gygax here. All right, ready? It feels like we're playing against you all the time. Gary Gygax. Especially when you do these really impossible dungeons. <laughs> yeah, but I also give you really cool things like coming back to life when you lose. Well, you had to do that. Any one of these things by themselves is formidable. Making us yeah. fight them <laughs> in straight succession. So you're going back down hallway? Yeah. We're going the way we went last time. Okay. I call sneak attack when Chainsaw Guy comes out. I got you guys so close to going down the other way and all the other cool things I planned. I'll just I'll just put that paper aside. Well then We then might come back to it if this plan doesn't work. We'll see, we'll see. I caught on to you. Oh, there's a bright light blinking down that hall. <laughs> you like the fish with the light on top of its head. Yeah, let's go to the blinking light. <laughs> You're clever. At least you think you are. So, you go down that hallway. What? How are you doing this? We're walking. Tactics. Tactical. We're, we're white roll no, over here. We're not Special tactics. We're going down the hallway. We're strutting. Okay. How, what position? Like we're kind of bored at this point. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, chainsaw guy's gonna pop out. Blah, 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 blah. Let's go. That's how we're walking down the hall. I need to know what position you are. So when initiative goes on, you don't say, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" Actually, I was 30 feet. Away. How are you? I'm. I am. I'm always 20 feet from where the guy's gonna pop out with my gun. Okay. Sword is out, drawn at the ready. We know the. We would know already now exactly what part of the wall he's popping out of. Yeah. Just, like I'm. I'm. Like as soon as he comes out, I'm taking a crack at him. He's got two in his the back of his head as right. soon as he comes out. So, so you're right next to where he's gonna come out. Yeah. Cool. I'm 20 feet. Okay. As you expect, he comes out, and you guys get a surprise round on him. Which is just a standard, right? Just uh, one action. Standard shoot. 24. Hit. I did 16 damage. 12. Total damage? Yep. 16 and 12. Oh, you hit him. Now roll initiative. 24. 9. What was that again? I have 24. No, no, no. I want to hear Thorns again. What was that? Why? No, I didn't hear it. 9. Nine. Nine, 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 9. 9. 9. All right. Cool. You got 9. Yeah, you really were prepared there, huh? That's right. I rolled a one, so, so I have a total of five. So it's gonna be David <laughs> Thorn. After we attack him, chainsaw maniac. Guess what I do? You roll uh, diplomacy. Full round, three shots. Do it. Thirty-two. Thirty. And eleven. All three hit. He's in big trouble. Forty-one. Forty-one. I was offended by Dom saying it was his magic. <laughs> so I, now that Dom finally, said, finally, now Tharn said that to me, like this shot, as you picture it, like chunks of his skull are just like exploding off his head. I have a I question. Like, it's your magic. Is the, do, are you only effective when someone pisses you off with an insult? <laughs> In that case, I don't like your beard, sir. I don't care for that vest you're wearing. Uh, go ahead. Uh, and, and as a matter of fact, Rokusaki, your arm, that whole arm gimmick, looks pretty weak, okay? Dom, your turn. Thorn? Of course. I make one graze Thorn's ear, and I'm like, oh, whoops. <laughs> Rico you ricochet one off my ear. 13? Miss. 20. Miss. Yeah, that is its AC. 20. 
I'm not using my magic because apparently I can't do anything without my magic. <laughs> he takes a chainsaw <laughs> and tries to cut you apart. How does a 27 treat you? Uh, like it just took me out on my first date, spit in my drink, and walked away. I like that. It's a good analogy. So I, I, that's a hit, it sounds to me. Yes. Uh, what about 23? 24. Yeah, 23. Uh, it gave me the courtesy of kissing me on the forehead first, and then walked away. Still hit? Yep. Okay. So, uh, you die now. Okay. Yes, it is. Alright, use your magic. <laughs> no, apparently I can't do anything without it. I didn't realize that. You should have told me that you had a, uh, a rubber sword. Uh, with his uh, first swipe, he does 25 points of damage. <laughs> and with his second swipe, he does 24 points of damage. I hate you, David. I'll <laughs> <laughs> heal check you, don't worry. And that means yeah, you are going to be top the order of David's turn again. Well, since I only have two bullets left, I'll use take two shots. You know what? No, I'm going to use a grit and shoot him with three. I gotta save time. And the first one is a critical. No! Uh, roll confirm. I rolled a 19 natural. That's 37. Right. Yeah. Let's confirm there. Max damage. I have to roll all this now? <laughs> yeah. Let me just do the critical first, then I'll do the other two. Sure. Don't worry, Dom. I got you. Thank you for being my savior. Wrong Jewish man. <laughs> I can't even do this math. Times four critical, right? Yeah. You graduated fourth grade, right, David? 54 damage. hey Do I have to take the other two shots still? Uh, no, you kill it. There's um, there's rules in um, regular Dungeon Dragons. The one that Pathfinder's is This time on. he doesn't run away. Or if I you do run. damage, like, over half of its HP, you give it some sort of debilitating condition. Fortunately, not in Pathfinder. So you hit it for over half its health. It holds its face, falls backwards, and the wall collapses, hiding it. Uh, Wait, hold on. Hold is on. his foot still sticking out? Did no. he run away again, or is he dead? Uh, run away again. Well, oh, so he's unkillable? Can, can we try something before he falls into the wall? Nope. Not at all. Nope. Why not? Because he fell into the wall. I want to grab him before he falls into the wall. Too bad. He's in the wall. Gone. Disappeared. <laughs> Alright, don't just water the radio. Hey, hey, you over there, you're human, aren't you? Come over here behind the bodies. I just, like, for, like the water ball forms, and I just drop it. <laughs> <laughs> I call sneak attack on grenade guy. I start running right now. You run over to him? Alright, he pulls out the grenade, uh, pulls the pin, and you're right up next to him. Flying headbutt. <laughs> you just dive in. I just imagine David just... <laughs> you knock him back, he drops the grenade. And I jump on top of him and I start punching him in the face until he stops twitching. And okay. this gaseous smoke that's coming. And then he and the gas disappears. You let me do that? That's awesome. Yeah, why not? That's for our listeners at home. That's aggravated, Dave. No, I was punching him with the pistol, just like aggravated smacking assault. barrel into his face. Aggravated so like, assault. No did I ever describe to you what was in SCP-14 and 15's room when you went by it? I don't remember if you did. Damn well, in case I didn't, no, you did not. their rooms are completely empty. Um, uh, Kaiser's, Kaiser's chair is still there? Uh, and the, uh, the thing melted through the wall, didn't it? The what? The thing is in the air vent. No, that's a xenomorph. Xenomorph, okay. The alien. The thing, SCP-15, his room is completely empty, not even a chair, nothing in it at all. No signs of struggle, nothing, just gone. That's the one I'm concerned about. All right, now chainsaw guy second time. I reload, call sneak attack. So, <laughs> sneak attack. You want to go first or you want me to go Surprise first? Surprise round, I should say. Technically, you go first. Let's not mix up our turns. You go first. 
27. Is a hit? 24. Hit. Uh, 13 damage. 12 damage. Roll initiative. 15. 26. He rolled, no lie, a 16. David Chainsaw Thorn. Three shots. Three in the face. Shots in the son. Face. Dang, 20. son, where'd you find this? 23. Is a hit. 28. Is a hit. 18. Is a hit. Nice knowing you. <laughs> See you later. See, it was fun going this way. 28. Chainsaw Dude's turn. He's gonna play whack-a-mole with you, David. So we got... 20 feet away. Good point. You know, David, you make a good point. He's gonna charge at you. <laughs> giving him a plus two. Gunslinger so, dodge. You can't just keep screaming that. You've never have you said that correctly. Then what's the point of it if I can't use it till someone comes at me? Read Gunslinger's dodge out loud. Maybe I'm thinking about the wrong thing. When a ranged attack is made, is that a ranged attack? Nope. Ah, never mind. It is an immediate action though, so I can do it. Absolutely. But not okay. to. Uh, so it wasn't that crazy. Not to but every time you do it, you've never. You just said it uses the word dodge. 26. That's a hit. And a total of 20 damage. As he runs I, I, right into your shoulder. And then I can brush. <laughs> I just brush a little dirt off my shoulder. <laughs> sure. That's what I'd do if I had a chainsaw guy take a chunk out of me. Uh, making it. Uh, because he charged, doesn't get a second attack. Thorn. Oh, by the way, Dom, a message from one of our uh, listeners. Oh, He'd like to let you know that he himself is over the age of 40, and you shouldn't pick on people who are older uh, role players. This is a response to one of our latest episodes. You're like, you found out David's age, and you're like, you what? No. <laughs> I have no problem with older, for, for the record. Uh, oh, yeah, let me guess. Your best friend is older. Your best friend's black. Yeah, I get it, Dom. I get it. Just roll your dice. No, hold on. No, I'm no, no. Just roll. Stay. You no, dice. You only have a limited time tonight. Roll them dice. I have a lot of friends that are going to dice. dice. For the record, <laughs> David does not look 37. He looks 26, okay? And I'm 38. For the record. David's eternal pessimism. I have a lot of friends that are going to die soon. I would have just 38. said elderly or older. David goes cuts to the quick. Okay. Now that we have that out of the way, gentlemen who is 40, I apologize for any miscommunication. Whoa, over 40. Now you're just assuming his age. You're just digging yourself into a deeper oh, hole. Alright, come on. I really, okay, fine. I cast Magic Missile at the Darkness. What are you doing? Five shots of Magic Missile. Okay, make the damage rolls. 15 damage. He didn't use them. 15 damage. Alright, Dave's turn. I'm gonna move closer to the man. Okay, uh, how, how far are you away from him? Right behind him. So five feet, right next to him. Right behind him. Okay, Dave's turn. Behind him. I spend a grip point and take three shots. Not I hand him my gun, let him shoot at me, and then use gunslinger dodge. <laughs> <laughs> a success! He rolls a 20. Oh, that's a hit. A hit. And a miss. Misfire. I use another grip point. Two hits. 33. He had 32 health. Like, this is like the fifth time in this dungeon you've killed something by one HP. You shoot him and he falls into the, uh, into the adjacent room and crumbles. On top of him. And you can't uh, see him uh, no more. You can play the song I again. What do you do? Heal check. You're really hurt, dude. You should use the wand. You're right. I am going to use the wand. I'm going to heal check myself. Whoever heal mm -hmm. checks themselves gets a, uh, their level back in HP. Okay. No, no need to roll. You just take a 10. 
Dom, are you going to heal your check? Heal check yourself as well, or just use the wand? I'll heal check myself as well. All right, you get eleven back as well. Dave, what's your HP? Eighty-nine. Out of ninety-eight. Dom, last time we kind of made a mistake with this. Should we wand me anyway? No, we. Don't. How much health you got? I, I I can hold nine more. But last time we thought we were okay. Nine could be the difference between. Yeah, but I only have three charges. Remember. So. Yeah, what David is saying, last time you died with two charges still in the wand. Right. You want me to, what good did that do you still in the wand? Do you want me to hit you with it? And then we still have one left, right, for an emergency. Okay, you want me to hit you with it? Yeah, let's max back. Are you? What are you at? 73 of 83. Oh, we're both at the same kind of thing. Tell me what you want me to do. You have three? Yeah. Wand yourself again and me, and leave one. You get 15? I get 17. So I'm at full health. That's what we wanted. And you're at full health. That's what we wanted. Your wounds bind up. You still have the scars where the chainsaw got you. It's okay. Chicks okay. dig scars. I feel really bad now, Caleb. You should. I was not making any kind of gesture at people who are over the age of 40 who well, play Pathfinder. Just, I, just, just alienate some more of our listeners, why don't you? All right, go to the well, vent. You know what? Fine. I don't like relish. Anyone who likes relish, Listen, Dom, I find there. You have alienated far less than me with my accent. Come on, we're still not past the. We're still not back at the point we stopped at yet. I'm going sneak attack on the vent. You do the power thing, whatever you did last time. Okay, off to a comic con with my girlfriend. And yes, a 48 one can go to a comic con and play Pathfinder. Just pass it on to one of your players, commenting on how old David was. LOL. I have no issues with people going to comic con, but at whatever age they are. I'm playing Pathfinder at whatever I see how it now. is. Now it's because he's older. He can't go to Comic-Con either? Is that what I you're don't saying? care what he does. You get to the alien. He can do what he likes. You guys going to do your fire bullet thing? Just yes. light it up? Light, light it, it up. until it drops out. I don't shoot until it drops out. My goodness. Dom, do the fire thing. Launch a fireball right into the... Uh, you know, the Xenomorph's really young. Maybe you like him better. He only just got born like before you guys got here. In it, to all of our... Uh... Roll, no, do the fire. Let's go. I was going to say, I can't believe I'm the one saying this. Can we play... I'd like to play. Dom's got to do the fire thing. I'm going. Uh, it's got to make a reflex save, right? For the fireball, DC 15. All right. It gets a big penalty because it has no clue it's coming. To all of our postnatal listeners, <laughs> I don't think you should be listening anyway. <laughs> all right. What was your damage again? 28. So it's fire vulnerable, so it's actually going to be 30, 42. Whoa. <laughs> David. <laughs> It falls out from the vent, and as it's falling slow motion, you you hold the trigger and you, you hit back the hammer like in the old west, and you fire three shots off. I thought I could only fire one. Well, you're not doing a surprise. It's like a prepared action, I think, for the thing falling right. So I'm going to okay. give you the three. Oh, Technically, cool. you probably should only get one, but I'm giving you the three. It's like Come a nice, well-thought-out plan. I like that. 24. Yep. 19. Yep. And 16. Yep. 36. 36. Not as impressive as Dom's, to be honest, but, you know, it's something. Alright. <laughs> Falls on the ground and quickly gets on all fours. Everybody roll initiative. Oh, I can't believe it's not dead. Oh, terrible. Eight. Nineteen. Dom, for the first time ever, you mm -hmm. get to go first, and then the uh, Xenomorph, and then David. Okay, let me just check my spells off real quick. Fireball. I cast Burning Hands. Yeah, it's a good thing. Waste your fire spells before you get to the ice. Go ahead. What is it? What's the damage? Yeah, you're right. Forget it. Nope. What's the damage? No, I changed my mind. You cannot change your mind. What is it? I used my luck point. <laughs> That's the reroll. What? What's the damage? Or what do I have to make a reflex save or something? 
Uh, DC 13, so let me know if you made it. Oh, uh, yeah, I rolled a 19. Oh, okay. Six damage. Is Total. that half? or is that That's half. half. I have it for you. But it was already 12. It's 12 because you doubled damage from I'm, fire. I'm trying to make your job easier. I'm trying to give you the total. Well, you made it harder because since he's vulnerable to fire, I need to I double rolled damage. a 12. So it's 12. Yes. And it only had 12 HP left. This is the dungeon of exactly or one above killing all your enemies. <laughs> you burn it to death. And acid spills everywhere. And it uh, dies. I made a mistake last session. I said his acid blood disappears. That is inconsistent. Every time you've killed one of these things, their blood always remains. So there's acid all over the hallway, but it won't impede you. No way. Okay, so... You just put it this way, it's now difficult terrain. Before we move on, okay. Mm -hmm. I reload my gun. Okay. Dom, you know what we're gonna... I mean, Tharn, you know what we're gonna do? Enlighten me. When we, when we turn down that hall where he came out last time, stand side by side, and... It's just like the OK Corral with wide herb yeah. and everyone kind of walking down the as road. As soon as he starts talking, I'm going to sneak attack him with the fire. Okay. Then you sneak attack him with something electrical. Hopefully he'll jump into you. If he jumps into you, I'm going to shoot him. He jumps into me. I jump into an electrical storm. Well, we're going to have to deal with that. Not an electrical storm. Don't, don't use the balls. Just hit. Don't you have something like a bolt or something like that? Yeah. Hit him with something like that, a one-shot deal. Caleb, I take my gun and I disappear it into the glove. It doesn't disappear. It does not? No. Oh, so these gloves are crap. I looked at his glove. It looks like a glove. <laughs> what do you want out of it? What do you want from me? Read the well, glove. Maybe, maybe he can see it and I can't. What is it? Does it have a little tag that says, do not wash with oh, I washed it with my whites. I knew it. Every time. David does not look 37. It's really upset you, Dom. It did upset me. I was, it's not saying that people cannot in have fun at any age. You're I saying was, people can't have fun at any age? I was saying people can have fun at any age they want. I love it that Pathfinder has such a broad audience. Players. Well, you I know, wish I could have gone... Your I, mouth I, is saying I, one the, thing, but your reputation is willing, says something else. Weak. We get it. We get it. You're so easy to tease. <laughs> I'm surprised you don't do it more. <laughs> so, so my wife was like, oh, that's cute, and endeared me to her. And then, like, after just one year of marriage, it's like, enough. I get it. A glove can only store one item at a time. Storing or retrieving the item is a free action. So what's the logical conclusion if you can't store an item? That something's already stored. Did you check the glove when you first got it? Well, you can't check it. It's magic. <laughs> I snap my fingers. Uh, out comes and drops to the ground a ring. Ting, ding, 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 ding. Caleb is so happy you found that ring. I can see it on his face. He made me find it. Well, actually, me trying to use the gloves made me find it. Yeah, if you never tried to use them, I never would have helped you. Um, I would have told you after the dungeon, oh, if you guys would have done this. I, I think you would have said, the ring. when would I have ever known that, Caleb? I, I pick up the ring have. and look at it. It just looks like, um, let's say, a, a silver band with like a, a red gem on it. Mm. Inset, an inset red gem. I show it to Tharn. You kind of, in, in the gem goes through the ring. It's not just, it's not just on top of it. It's really in it. So like you could almost like look through the gem and like, oh, a kaleidoscope kind of thing. I run it. I show it to Tharn. Does this uh, mean anything to you? Yeah, it means uh, a payday. I say we abandon. You know what? I say we abandon the foundation, hawk the ring, and get out of here. <laughs> I put the ring on. Everything yes. uh, around you 
you now can see like into it and past it. It's a ring of x-ray vision. The range is only 20 feet though. And no longer does the darkness bother you. It's as if at least up to 20 feet, light means nothing. You just see x-ray, almost kind of like a predator kind of red yeah, tones yeah, to infrared everything. Type thing. But you see through it and into the next thing. So like right now where you're standing, you can see into SCP-13's room and you see an empty room with a hole into SCP-12's room. Oh, oh, you know what else you see? Look at you. Because you're using it there. You only get to see 20 feet, but into that room next to you that's like walled off, like do not enter, never go in here, you okay. can see into it. And into it, you see uh, like tubing line uh, on the ground going off into the darkness where you can't see past that 20 feet. And uh, you know, tables and vials um, and containers. I can't see it because we're at the top of hallway E, right? You're, you're right by where the door is for that room you can't enter because that's where the alien vent is. What, uh, do I see Smith? Yeah. No. So I see tubing. When you say tubing, you mean like a conduit? Yeah, sort of. And do I just see him, like, moving his head around like this? Yeah. I look at him and I'm like, I know Kung Fu. He look, you, you see Thorin's skeleton, he's like, what? What? I brought my collarbone as a five-year-old. Give me a break. <laughs> instead, of ex instead of explaining it to him, I take it off real quick and I'm like, here, just put it on. Put it on. You see the same things I just described to David. Oh, you also look up in the vent. You can see the vent system. Is there Everything 20 feet system? around you. Is, do we see anything else in the vent system? No. And the red room is just a bunch of conduits and wires? The, the 20 feet you can see. And then there's like some table with um, uh, vials on it and stuff. Very start of what looks like another table, but it's got two brackets. Uh, like little clasps where like you could put someone's arms or it's legs through. Um, All right, I, uh, I take the ring back. I take the ring back. I say, hold on a second. And I walk, if you look at the map, Caleb. Yeah. I walk back around the corner of E. Mm-hmm. And when I look from the hallway, can I see far enough to see through the wall back into that room? No. What if I walk into the empty cell? You're going to go into the empty cell? Yeah, you see in that room. Uh, so, you know what I mean? I go down enough cells so yeah. I can see the whole room. You're going to... All right, Thorne, are you going with him? Yeah, I'll, I'll go with him. All right, um... You can't go into the third room because that's where the chainsaw dude came in and everything collapsed. But anyway, uh, yeah, after going through those rooms, you get enough of a picture. There's big slabs where you would put somebody, where you could hook them up and, and, and stop them from moving, convulsing, or escaping. All the surgical tools, um, some crazy stuff in there, stuff you're not, you have no clue what to make out of it. You're like, it's the shape, I don't know what this shape is, I don't know what this could possibly be. Yeah, other other surgical like tools. Some of them are really strange looking, and then like a, at the very end of the room, big pods. And you knew this from the briefing as the keeper construction room. I'll read it out loud so our listeners can hear it. This section is off limits to every and all personnel, including the director himself. The entrance has been sealed via redacted, and access to this area is impossible. When the keepers are being conceived and built, this is where Redacted took place. There is currently two keepers in operation. The facilities in this section were not destroyed because, though it is very unlikely that replacements will need to be made, if ever the need would arise, replacements could be manufactured via the following process, Redacted. So we don't know how to do it anyway. David, this all takes about maybe 10 minutes uh, from okay. the start of you putting the ring and all that stuff. You're feeling a little nauseous. Nauseous? Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Okay, um... I go back out, I take the ring off, mm -hmm. 
but I don't restore it in the glove. I just store it in my pocket or whatever. Okay. And then I shrink the gun. Shrinks can't see it no more. Okay. You want to head back around and deal with Smith? Sure. You know what? The, you know the plan. Get your spell ready. I I I do feel sad. That was not my intention. They, I mean, if they Dom, it's a joke. We all know it's not your intention. I'm just literally saying everything you say and saying the opposite. Oh. And then you're defending yourself as if you actually had said it. Well, you know, you know, if we ever sit in on a Senate meeting together, you know how to get me going. Yeah, that's right. And really, what what did you think was going to happen if you approved of those trees? I didn't say I approved of the trees. Oh, so you don't like trees? That's not what I said. <laughs> when did you stop beating your wife? Your Honor, I rest my case. All right, so describe uh, your plan one last time. Make sure I don't get anything wrong. We're going to come around that corner right within 10 feet of where we know he's going to come out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As soon as he comes out and goes into his little speech, we're both going to do a surprise attack. Okay. I'm going to hit him with alchemist fire. Okay. And Kate and Darn, you hit him with, I don't know, a lightning bolt or something. And then the idea is if he jumps again in the, into Tharn like he did last time. Okay. You know, I'm assuming it looks just like the Matrix. There's like, right, Caleb? There's that second where it's Yeah, there's a, there's a second or two, yep. I'm going to snap the gun. Like, and have it right on his head as soon as he comes to. Okay. And do a trinity. All right. You guys turn the corner side by side. You walk down a bit down the hallway, and you hear footsteps of uh, dress shoes on hard floor. You hear Mr. Cohen, welcome back. Like what we've done with the place. Alchemist fire. All right. Uh, roll initiative. Oh, no sneak attack. You don't get a sneak attack because he uh, was fast prepared, unlike the chainsaw guy who is absolutely not ready for you to to know he's coming out. Um, I'd like to use my Smith talisman. knew you were there, and uh, at any moment was prepared for you to be violent. Caleb? What? I'd like to use my talisman thingy. You'd like to use your talisman thingy? Yes. Alright, you get a plus four to your initiative roll. David, are you using your talisman thingy? Um, you know what? Yeah. Okay. What are your rolls? 16. 16 for I rolled a natural 20. Ooh. So, 27, 31. David, Thorin, and then Smith. What did Smith get, out of curiosity? Smith got only a 10. Oh, okay. He's got so plus same, four. Same plan. He's got plus four to his initiative, and he rolled a six. I have a plus zero to my initiative. I, I still would beat him without the talisman. Uh, 30. Okay, that's a hit. 16. David, that's your standard. You have a move action left. You can do anything with it. No, I stay right by Thorn. Thorn, your turn. Uh, does he have his gun out? No, it's hidden in my glove. No, uh, Smith. Oh, yeah. Smith's gun, uh, no. It's not, not, not been his turn yet. Dude, can I remember where he pulled it out last time? Uh, yeah, his inside jacket. He On put his hand inside side, his right? jacket to his left and then pulled out a mag, a desert eagle. Okay, um, I'm aiming right there. Uh, I'm shooting a lightning bolt. You're shooting at his gun? At where his gun would be under his jacket. So are you trying to hit him or the gun? The gun. Alright. Uh, him, but the gun is metal. And I'm hitting him with a lightning bolt. <laughs> that means nothing. Either okay, I'm, hit, I'm him. hitting him. I'm hitting him. 28. And it's a DC 15. DC 15. Reflex to take it? And I'm sure he has a very high reflex. You got it? What's half that? 28. Half of 28? Um, 14. 14. So 16 and 14. Okay. I'm convinced this game helps with math skills. Um, take it from me, who's done it for so long, just the same as bad as I ever was. <laughs> um, 
you shoot him in the electricity bolt, and then um, you and Dom, a thorn. You get a carsick feeling, and you're looking at David, and right next to him is uh, Mr. Smith, and you see David with the gun right on his head. And is Smith looking at me? Is Smith looking at you? He's looking yeah. whatever direction Thorne was looking at. Me. Yeah, yeah, him. Yeah. He's looking at you. I just smile. I go like this. Alright. Normally, he would also still have a move action, but I like this plan so much. Dave's turn. I just let it rip. Go about dodge this. You gotta say the line. I say you have dodge. to reference the movies. I say dodge this. And I Plus shoot one to your roll now. <laughs> I shoot three. 24. Hit. Give me the damage for that first before you roll around. Oh, because I just rolled a critical on the second one. I'll give you the damage for the first one. 14. All right, and give me your third attack roll. Before the crit critical? Before the crit. Uh, 15. Okay. So you shoot him, and pff, his head, like, jerks back. And your other two shots, he matrix, matrix out of the uh, way. Out of a critical? Out of a critical. Formal side. protest. <laughs> Can't I'd like it's a critical. Write man. it into, submit it to me in writing by the end of the week. Uh, he matrix out of the other two shots, and then like, when he gets back to you, like his glasses, like his whole like right side of his glasses got destroyed. He takes them off, and goes, mm -mm -mm, and he wings, wiggles, wiggles his finger back and forth. Can uh, I give Thor's my luck turn. point? Huh? Can I give David my luck point? Can I force him to re-roll what he just did on my turn? Force David to re-roll the attack? It won't be much better, man. I hit. You hit. No, I'm taking the second one. Doesn't matter what he rolled. Matrix to out of the way. I rolled like a critical. Use his ability to dodge all physical range attacks. Okay. Um, and no, you can't. Okay. okay. So you uh, or any enemy. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'll change it later. Maybe you can use it on allies. Yeah, I'll let you use it on allies. Uh, but Thorin, before you get to go, you take uh, three points of damage for being uh, near all that fire. And now it's your turn. Hit him with the biggest thing you got left. The biggest thing I got left. Whatever you got. Put, puts you right next to him. Hit him. If you're worried about that, then hit him with whatever the biggest thing you got that's a direct. That's a direct hit? You know, that doesn't have a splash radius. Everything I have has a splash radius. Didn't dude. your lightning balls hit just whatever space they were in? Yeah, I guess. That one didn't Well, since you made a matrix, can I shift? Yeah, I think you can still shift, yeah. I shift five feet away. Okay. Now hit him. I'm gonna hit him with, with, a ball, with the balls of lightning. I shoot him at him. He's gotta save all three. Uh, you get to roll a DC-16. Reflex negation. To each one? Yes. Whoa! I just rolled three 15s in a row. What are the odds on that one? What's, <laughs> what's dungeon of one, my friend? Half of everything. 15. Okay. Yeah. Is that your standard or is that a full round? What is that? What kind of action is that? Okay, it's a standard. So you still have a move if you want. Um, you are standing in fire. Yeah, I move out of the fire. Okay, it's by 10 feet. Moving towards Smith, away from Smith, adjacent, lateral. Um, I'll move toward David. Okay. So you're going to move how many feet well, you want to be away from... Smith's right next to David, is he not? Yep. I'll go, I'm will go. i going towards Smith. That doesn't answer my question. He's moving right up next to me. Right up next to him. You're going to be next to him? Yes. Smith's turn. Uh, Smith takes out his Desert Eagle and one shot in each of you. Both hit. Oh! Uh. <laughs> what? 20 damage to uh, Thorin. And then just six, nine damage to David. Why do I get so much? Because the first 66s I rolled were good, and then the next ones I rolled four of the five were one, so the other one was a two, and the last one was a three. How do you know he beat me on the second shot? What's his penalty on the second shot? But I rolled a 17, so. Ah, uh, okay. Makes it, uh, after both his shots, it's a full round action for him. It's going to be, um, 
uh, making it David's turn. Since there's not much I can do, tell me if you'll give me some crazy penalty to try this. What I'm thinking is, if I shoot three shots, right, and I fire the first shot directly at his face, this close, mm -hmm. then shot two and three, I would shoot like left and right, just trying to take the chance that he matrix dodges into where the bullet's going. Yeah, I'm not going to give any penalty for that. You can try that. So you know what I mean? I'm going one at his face and then right left. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Because now I've seen him dodge a few times and I would have somewhat of an idea of how far he... Yeah. So you can do the three shots? Yeah. All right. He made your six out of all three. <laughs> okay. Can't hit him with a gun. It's I know, but based I have on, else. That's based off of when they were on the roof and she unloaded a full pistol on him, or, or yeah, Neo yeah. did, and he dodged everyone. And uh, says, uh, you never do learn, Mr. Cohen, do you? Making the same old mistakes. You made a mistake, and I, and I, uh, I kind of do the eye thing where I look at the three balls that are still around him. Uh, I assume the balls hit him again and Dom gets a move, right? They will hit him again, uh, making it um, Thorn's turn. Do your electricity damage. Uh, I dodged two of the three. First, first damage was six. The next one was seven. The last one was five. And you still get an attack, Dom. I do still get an attack, Dom. This is lovely. I'm gonna do my little Magus thing. I'm gonna hit him with a pool strike. Seventeen. Miss. And that's not armor. He's just like really quick. Yeah, I know. Uh, I missed the second. Based on dex. I missed the second one. Okay. But I, I still have my my pool strike saved right. in my upper hand. I'm gonna save it till next turn. Okay. Now makes it uh, Smith's turn, and uh, yeah! David, you feel carsick, and you're now in the balls of electricity. And uh, I want you to roll damage uh, against David with electricity. And what David, do I have to roll? You make three reflex saves. DC please 16. Tell me, please tell me you have a high reflex. I do. So, okay. Slinger's got a good reflex. I save two of the three. DC 16 reflex negates. Negates? Yeah, that means he doesn't take any damage. Okay. So I shouldn't have taken the 18. That 18 becomes... No. Five. Five. Twelve. All right, cool. Um, and then Smith is going to... Dom, you should start blinking. Uh, he's going to shoot at both of you. Uh, no, he can't do both of you. He's going to shoot... Because what does the jumping do? That's move that action. A... Uh, he's going to shoot at just David. Gunslinger dodge. Hey! <laughs> read it. I think he like, dropped down prone or something. I spend a grip point to move five feet as an immediate action. I drop prone and he misses. Right, you're prone now, and you see the magnum shot goes off. And I go, you're not the only one that can dodge things. <laughs> 15 to Thorn. Touch, 10. Hits. Uh, 19 points of damage is another bullet from oh. Desert Eagle. Rips through your armor and into you, and then out your back. Through and throughs. All of these bullets that he's shooting. Uh, that's Smith's turn, David's turn again. You may be good at dodging, but you can't hit anything, can you? With my full round, I uh, get up and move out of the balls towards Thorn. All right, to move action to stand up. Okay, and then I change my standard to a move. Then you move towards Thorn? Move back next to Thorn. Okay. All right, you're out of the electricity, making it uh, Thorn's turn. Okay. Uh, it's behind you. I cowering. the ball. I caused the balls to move. Okay. It's a move action, I think. It's good, because I'm not moving. All right, DC 16 negates, right? Uh, the, the middle one hits. 13. 13. The last one rolled a 5 again. Yes, uh, my, for my standard. Your standard diction. 
my Stendrick. I breathe out a blast of energy. I use Dragon's Breath. DC 16 reflex half, please. Saved it. So, uh, I'll go fire. What the fire. heck? Alright. Fire. 18. 18. Alright, his suit is messed up, burnt, singed. He doesn't look too good. But he's, his hair's all skew. His tie's been cut a little bit. You don't know where <laughs> that tie clip went off to. Uh, but his face is is, is as is, uh, is is like very frustrated. He looks he looks upset. Uh, that's Thorn's turn. End. Smith turns to you and says, um, "Time to make more allies." And he stabs his hand into you. You Thorn? make a DC twenty will and a DC twenty uh, forty two save. Thorn, he's stabbing. Yeah. Two are better than one, or so. The will I be I get a twenty-four. On the will. Okay, what your fortune? Twenty-nine. Uh, the cool, uh, the uh, Capri Sun stuff starts coming over you, and then retracts, and he pulls his hand back out. Resilient, aren't we? I know kung fu. Uh, I know kung fu. <laughs> <laughs> he giving you an attack of opportunity runs. Down hallway G, uh, around the corner, you're uh, towards where the keepers are. Okay, I take the attack. Go ahead. Um, can I hit him instead of with my sword? Can I hit him with my? Because I assume he's showing his back. Got to me. be a melee weapon. So if that thing my is hand? considered a melee weapon, my hand. What's your hand doing? Explain it to me. Um, I'm discharging the full strike on him. What is that? Is that like a thing of energy? What is it? Um, same thing I do with my regular full strike. I hit him. I touch him. You and it discharges 4d6 on him, energy damage. Yeah, I'll let you do that. Okay. 14. 14? <laughs> Was it a 14? Is that what you said, a 14? I said a 14. A 14? Miss. With his back showing. With his back showing, Caleb. Miss. His back! Alright, he's around the corner. Um, Dave's turn. I don't get an attack of opportunity, I'm standing right next to him. You're, you're not standing right next to him, you're behind Thorn, and I you have a ranged weapon. To... Oh yeah, yeah, I have a ranged weapon. He runs away? Yep, down the hallway, G, um, towards the keepers where your, your destination is. But he turned the corner, we can't see him? Correct. I put on the x-ray ring and look. Uh, I think it's a free action to put on the ring. Yeah. Uh, he's right on the other side of the corner, just like waiting. He looks like he's ready for someone to turn the corner. Pointed out. I nab you in that dumb ring. I pointed out the Tharn and uh, say, just move the balls right around the corner. I moved, I moved the balls of electricity. Uh, before you do that, Dave, is that, is that your whole turn? You're not going to do anything else? <laughs> With my move, I load the gun. Thorn's turn. Move electricity balls? The Three balls of electricity. Marvelous. I fail the last one. Twelve. All right. You hear <laughs> And you can see him fall on the ground. You see, like, his hand. And then you see it disappears. Nice. Puh. This is the part where I use the last charge of my magic wand. On who? Myself. I turn and I grab Tharn's hand because he wouldn't know, and I hold it up and I high five him. <laughs> Ow! So you guys are now standing in between SCP-10 and 12's room. What are you guys gonna do? All right, we uh, go around the corner, right, to the door, like we did last time. Or do you want to try to blink through? Your call. Um. Do you have any fire stuff left? I have my alchemist fire and I have a uh, burning hands. Which would you do need, more than... No, we need them both, because you have to unfreeze the button and the and the keepers. And I have fire breath. I have three. We can use the alchemist fire on the door. We can open the door. We can melt the keepers and melt the panel. All right. Caleb, does he have to roll for any of that, or is that all automatic? I think because he's, he's hitting stationary things, that will be all automatic. 
Okay. Unless the, t unless the console's gonna try to dodge my burning hands attack. Alright, let's do that then. You go around there, uh, you see there's a clockwork spy with a little recording thing. Take uh, it next to the door. Jam it! Did you freeze to keep us? Yes, they won't be activating anytime soon. We're still scouring for any survivors, but all in all, the facility is ours. What's happening outside? Oh, nothing. Just some conveniently timed help. We don't have to worry about any incursions from the outside for some time. By the time Avator opens the front doors, there shouldn't be much left outside to oppose us. But just to be sure, tell the good sergeant to see if he can't get his helicopter up and running again. Send the marionette in there with him, just in case he runs into any problems. Very well. What's next? Surely we didn't escape our bonds to sit in our hands and wait inside this facility. Patience, sir, Doctor. If there's anything I learned in my time with the humans, it's how to predict them. All we have to do is fit. Okay, so I chuck the alchemist fire at the door, and this guy, this guy comes out of nowhere, and he says to me, you know, he says... He says. He's standing right there. Uh, I love that skit. Uh, the fire burns and melts the ice, and the door... <laughs> opens and it's different than the other doors it doesn't retract it to the ceiling it retracts into the sides and you see there the the two keepers this uh, time these guys remember they look kind of like general grievous from star wars episode one or two and three i guess um but they're frozen and the consoles all as well frozen uh, unfreeze them first the i think keepers are frozen i use my burning hands to melt melt the thing off them all right can you do like both of them is that how how do i forget burning hands that fire all right, like shoot in between them and melt it. Yeah, is that what you're doing? Like it's like a cone. It it from I can go like this up too. Uh huh. It comes out as a cone. Okay, like a so shot, are you, like are you hitting the ice or what are you doing? Yeah, I'm hitting the ice. So it's sort of like a imagine a fire hose. Uh uh. You know the common fire, fire hose that everyone has. Eight. Have you a not? Do you not know how to ho how a hose works? It's right. a flamethrower. It's a flamethrower. All right, so, like so you're you're hitting the ice. You're hitting them with the ice. Yeah. All right. Cool. The ice melts. David, you feel something grab your shoulders, turn you around, and the Terminator clocks you in the face. Thorin, you go to do anything resisting, and he just picks you up by your neck, and you're just grabbing and grabbing at it, and slowly you pass out from not being able to breathe. You are choked by the Terminator. Everything goes black for you. You guys begin to regain consciousness. And, uh... You you see that you are um, tied, bound, both of you, uh, to chairs, and you're in one of the SCP rooms. You're not sure which one. Equipment is off of you. You left your clothes, of course. You left your dignity, but your equipment and everything's gone. You can see it all, and all your, your backpacks and all that stuff uh, there in the corner away from you. And around you is Kaiser, Mr. Freeze, Freddy, the Sergeant, a bunch of them. A bunch of them are there. And uh, Kaiser uh, says, Good evening! I can see you two are uh, recovering well, yeah? And you guys are kind of like fuzzies. You're kind of coming into consciousness. David, your face hurts. Your face hurts so much. You got hit by a Terminator in the face. It's you! I was wondering when we'd see you again. I'd, I just seem to be meeting all sorts of powerful people this week. Uh, you should wish that we have never met again. It would have gone better for you. But you have thrown your lot in with this man. But I'll give you this. I'll give you this. Both of you have really cultivated something inside me, inside my heart. Uh, turn of phrase, as you understand. You see, I, I always thought that uh, one might be able to call me prideful. I know it's a big surprise to you, David. But I always thought her very above you humans, yeah? 
and you kind of taught me something. When the when the playing field was was kind of evened out a little bit, when I was forced to have flesh and bone, you know, you guys, you made it a bit far. You killed like what four of us or something coming in here. Smith, um, the maniac with a chainsaw, the radio guy, uh, the alien. Yeah, it's like four of them. Yeah, it's it's good. Don't forget, I beat that little punk to death with the grenade. Of course, of course. We don't really count him. He's not really the best of us. But, you know, you see, when we have physical form, you're somewhat on our level. So, you know, I have a little more respect for you than I've than literally thousands of years of human history has given me. But, you know, we are bound in our own ways. The playing field isn't quite level. So, but hey, I give you, I give you enough credit as that. You've at least given me that respect, yeah? And you, Mr. Mr. Dragonson, you did it without any of the author's help at all. I'm impressed. But all good things must come to an end. Here we are. You've, you've walked into the trap that I knew you would do. Everything has happened as I expected. David, you messed up. The humans of this world messed up. The humans of this world sent you in to clean the mess. Everything was just a matter of time and patience. And now here we are. And things seem a little bit different. Now you're in the chair, bound, and here I am standing. Things have turned since last we met, David. Uh, any more snide comments you'd like to throw at me? I never put you in a chair. You are always with your literal nitpicking. For here's the deal, David. No more soliloquies. No more long wind. No more explaining my evil plan. You know my plan. And you know... I'm starting to feel like James Bond. <laughs> you know what must be done. Don't you? You know what the very next step is, the inevitable conclusion of all this running around. I speak up. You know, I, I hear you two bickering back and forth like an old married couple. I do have a question, if you will indulge me. You're thousands of years old, right? Maybe. So, what the hell is the deal with seeing a bunch of people eating burnt lamb and blood over their doors? By the way, yeah, he's in uniform again. Okay. As we learned last time, he doesn't have the swastika armband. But his face is wrapped again. He looks just like before. He's got his cane. Deal with it. It's a burning lamb. We still have the blood on her faces, right? Yeah. Oh, I forgot to tell you about that. Your old friend is here. My old friend? You know, God's wrath. <laughs> God's wrath is here. Oh, okay. Uh, well, God's but wrath I, doesn't... I, I would like some explanation as to what the hell happened in the desert with those big tower not those big flat pyramid things all these people eating burnt lamb it was really disgusting yeah he shakes his head and turns himself to turns his head to freeze and freeze looks at him he goes well while you're talking your insane talk i'm going to continue my conversation with david okay so you stay over there and you be you you be the best you you can be and we're going to be the best week we can be so david <laughs> mr cohen child is the author arrow to everything that he has for you I am going to give you the gift. I'm going to open the door called death, and you can walk into your wonderful embrace and your eternity with him. I'm just going to give you your your inheritance. Yeah, so it's good for me, yeah? I'm like, I'm like a good person. After all this, no more mercy, no more God's wrath. Here you are on a chair. Here I'm about to kill you, yeah? No more a deus ex machina moments. No Terminator's going to come and knock me out. You see, he's on our side, and he points over at... Arnold, who's like completely smashed and like barely any of the skins left. Here you are, as always, your author has abandoned you. I'll make you one more deal. <sighs> what deal could you possibly offer me, human? If you let me go, stop all this madness right now. 
I'll ask the Father to only cast you back into the pit and not destroy you. Uh, and at least you'll live forever. He steps forward. You and your connection to the Father is nothing. It means nothing. Hold on. Now, since we're having this little psychoanalysis session... He kicks your chair and you fall backwards. (laughs) Ow! (laughs) And you're on your back now and the chair's back. I'm just saying, that seemed to piss you off a little bit. (laughs) Uh, Kaiser says, um, you know... Nothing you, nothing you humans do ever makes any sense. Somebody tells you they're good and you just believe them. You get a book from them and you say they must be right. But when every action that this person does says to the opposite, he forgives you for making the same mistake we did instantly. And then any other further mistakes you made. Tell me, if your author, if this father you claim is so smart, then how come he condemned us for one action and never gave us the hope forgiveness what did he expect us to do what should we do when nothing we can do can redeem ourselves what do we have left to do but the things that he hates if your author if your father was so smart why would he have told us our fate ahead of time (laughs) i don't blame you for your anger but what's causing your anger is what's going to be your downfall And you know what causes your anger and the answer to your question, right? Because he loves us more than you. Why? Because you are the Imago Dei? Is that enough? And you know it's true. And nothing you do will ever change that. And you're going to lose. And I'm I'm showing you mercy right now. giving you an opportunity. Well, you're going to lose before us. Gentlemen, as is tradition, as the humans did, let's take a lesson. They casted lots for his clothes. Let's cast lots. We all want him dead. We see who gets the honors. You see, they all pull out dice and they throw it on the ground. And then then looking for a minute. And Kaiser goes, who has the red dice? Come on, whose dice is the red one? (laughs) And uh, making his way through the crowd and comes Freddy. Well, well, well. Looks like I get to play. No. No more playing. No more delaying. He just dies. Cut off his head. Oh, Freddy comes lovely. forward with Jason's mask on, machete in one hand, and the claws on the other. And David, with your death, know that in this world, there is no pit for us. In this world, we can finally get what we wanted from the beginning. We can finally be God. As feet are saying. You hear, <laughs> the Terminator gets, like, thrown right next to you, David. It almost knocks you back. And you turn around, and you see it's the Keepers. There is a little scuffle that starts to happen, and Freeze is taking out his gun. He's trying to freeze them, but they're all like in the like in this melee range, and he can't get a good shot and all that. And there's all this stuff happening, and like they're starting to spread away from the door, and you feel yourselves being dragged, both of you, and you can't look up. What's behind you? What's dragging you? But your chairs are being dragged, and you're out into the hallway, and you find yourself in the middle of the hallway. You think it's probably hallway F because you're lined on both sides, and you're dragged, and you're dragged down the hallway, and you can see over there is a battle going on and you're dragged into one of the rooms. Your chairs are propped up, and you're facing, you see it's Freddy, and he's kind of panting a little bit, and you can see where he got clipped by uh, the sword from one of the keepers, and you hear, and the door closes behind him, and he goes, Well, 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 fortune's been whimsical of weight. Look at this, me and you, together. No Kaiser, no Freeze, just you, me. And he holds up his blade, and this. 
you know, Kaiser's got everything wrong. He thinks all the revenge. Nah, he just wants you dead. But he didn't have to stay in a straitjacket for months. He got a room all to himself. He got a chair. He got to move around. But me, not only am I out of the dream world, naked in this world, I was strapped in a jacket. There ain't no jacket on me now. And me, well, you could just say I'm a little more simple than Kaiser. I just want good old-fashioned revenge. And he takes his claw and he stabs it into your shoulder, David. And he starts twisting it left and right. You wanted to come and kill us. You wanted to reach the main man. Welcome to prime time, asshole. And he keeps twisting it. And he takes it out. And he goes over and he goes, You threw your lot with him long ago. You made a big mistake. We probably could have used you. He kicks you back down your back, and he takes his machete, sticks it down to your shoulder, and then slams on it, and it's like wedged in the floor, through your shoulder into the floor. And then he bends it, and you can feel it scrape against your bone, and then he drops you, you slide back down the, the sword, and it comes back over to you, David. You know, that's what happens. It's what you humans all can do. It's the one thing that I love all of you can do. You can feel pain. David, he takes his claws, and he scrapes it across your face top left to bottom right. Pain always does a good good way to get in all the fluff out. No more funny little gifs, uh, equips at me, huh? The door breaks forth and hits uh, Freddy on his back and he kind of falls forward and uh, he gets up and he turns just in time to see the um, the keeper run him through in the stomach. He's like, <gasps> I look at him before he dies. I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> and he goes to take his claw and get that and, and the thing grabs his claw and you can hear... <laughs> crunches it's crunching his hand you can hear bones in his hand break and the thing runs him through again and, and rubs it out and he falls on his back convulsing a little bit and then um the keeper looks at you david goes over to you and picks up your chair and cuts your bonds and goes over to you thorn picks you up and cuts your bonds and then you hear and ice is shot against the wall and the keeper turns around and he goes out of the room and he begins fighting Mr. Freeze, who that happens somewhere in the hallway. Oh, and you see that your stuff, uh, he brought your stuff. Um, uh, Freddy did when he brought you guys into the room, he dragged your stuff as well. I gear up. Gear <laughs> you get all your stuff. Uh, and Dom, you find the, the jar of blood. Um, David, you still find your ring, all that stuff. You got all your stuff. Jar of blood? The lamb's blood. Oh, that's right. I peek, a, I kind of just peek around from the inside the room out into the hall to see where the, I guess I could hear where noise is kind of coming from. Right, uh, you can hear, it seems like uh, it's all come down actually towards the entrance now, some of the fighting, but you actually, down hallway F, you don't really see anything. I don't know, what do you think, Darn? You want to jump in or run? So we did our job. <laughs> the key, the, our job was to reactivate the keepers. I say we go for it. We owe no loyalty to Valerian whatsoever. He threw us back into this place without a plan, and with a couple of little doohickeys. I say we let the keepers do their job, not get in their way, and just politely... You hear uh, an M16 go off. <laughs> get out the front door! <laughs> yeah, we head out. You hear ding, 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 And you see, uh, all of a sudden, you get light coming from the Haradra cube, and it starts activating. What do you guys do? Let's go to the cube. Let's go to our deaths like men. Yeah, we head to the cube room. So you go over there, and I take it you guys stop yourself because you can see Freeze and um, Kaiser kind of panting, and they're looking at the cube. And they are, there's no keeper near them right now. So you kind of, like I guess, hide around the corner, and you can see the cube's activating. Zoom, 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 zoom. 
and it looks like blue light falls from the ceiling and lands and like almost like dry ice you know like smoke and white smoke starts coming off of uh, whatever just came through you see smoke comes off a silver colored DeLorean and Kaiser turns and looks at Freeze and Freeze looks at Kaiser and Kaiser goes he's he's not one of us and, I, and Freeze goes, of course he is. He has to be an angel. No, no. I mean, he's not fallen. And, you're... and they look and the DeLorean runs over Kaiser and Mr. Freeze. They try to dodge the way, but they do not do it in time. And the car stops right next to you guys. And out comes the door opens up, the driver door, and out comes Doc Brown. And he goes straight to you, David. He grabs your shoulder and he shakes you. He goes, Marty, Marty, we have to go back. It's your kids! We have to do something about your kids! And he shakes you. And I said, what are they, assholes or something? <laughs> we have to go now! Hurry, get in the car! There's not enough road. Okay. Well, we're going now. <laughs> Hurry! <laughs> and he runs over the driver's side and he gets back in the car. I assume Tharn is standing there, like, frozen in his boots. Yeah. He's never seen a car. Yeah, yeah. It looks like an automated carriage. <laughs> I grab Tharn and jump in the passenger side. Right. Kaiser gets up and he's, and he's holding his head. You can see blood leaking through his um, face wrap. And he's like, and he looks over and goes, Freeze! Stop them! Stop them now! And uh, Freeze gets up and gets pulled back by a keeper. And the keeper starts engaging Freeze. And Freeze's like, No, no, no! And you see Doc puts it in first gear. And, and Kaiser's like, No, no! And he sees down the hallway, very thin in the hallway, you see um, the Marine dude. And uh, Kaiser yells, uh, Sergeant! Sergeant! Schlitzen the deterrent jets! And the guy like turns his head, looks at him, and goes, What do you say? I don't understand you, man. Speak American. Gah, the doors, close the doors now. And the guy runs a, uh, around the corner. And ah, you guys go and start driving and you go through the doors. And I the, yell out the window, you should have took the deal. <laughs> the doors close behind you. Poof, poof, poof. And outside, you guys ah, you turn, you do a little like a little a little drift, and you guys are outside of the facility. Doc starts driving through the woods and he kind of doesn't go too far into like this like little open area and he looks at you David and he says um, at precisely 12 o'clock today a lightning bolt will strike right there when that, that bolt strikes we need to be there going 88 miles per hour to get you back this is our only chance and the doors you can hear them open you see out comes some of the SCPs uh, Doc Brown says um, what kind of weapons do we have here I hold up my sword I show him my gun all right, you stay in the car. You, get out. And he points to you, uh, Thor, and he goes, If anything gets in our way at all, if we even slow down by a second, we will miss the lightning bolt, and we won't get sent back. You need to make sure nothing gets in the way of this vehicle. Do you understand? All right, Thorne, you get out of the, out of the car. And he goes, uh, Are you ready, Marty? I'm ready, Doc. And uh, out, you can see a bunch of the SCPs, and the Kaiser's leading, and he's like, Stop them now! The car begins to speed up, and all the creatures from David's world that are able run after him. Thorn begins battling them, hopelessly outnumbered and unable to stop them all. It is then that everyone feels a rumbling, and then Formians burst out of the ground. Thorn, together with the Formians and Setsuko herself, are able to stop all of the creatures from interfering with the car, except one. The Terminator comes fast, its running speed augmented by its machine base, and runs a direct intercept course with the car. David fires a couple shots, but they harmlessly bounce off the T-800's endoskeleton. To make things worse, Freddy appears out of nowhere in the back seat of the car and stabs David through the back of the seat right through his stomach. You're not getting away that easy, Freddy exclaims. David points the gun in his own stomach and fires three rounds through him and into Freddy, finishing him off. David then readdresses the Terminator, but it's too late. It stands in front of the car's path, ready to slam into it. 
and out of nowhere, a puff of smoke, and Valerian appears next to it. Blow by blow, it is beaten back out of the way of the car by Valerian's own flail. As David passes Valerian, the Emperor says something to him, lost to the roaring sound of the card. With everything out of their way, Doc Brown begins to read the speedometer. 65, 70, 75, 80, 85, 86, 87, and he, he, he tabs the dashboard, 88 miles per hour, and you hear, and a lightning bolt strikes the car, and you hear that noise, that very iconic noise of DeLorean going back in time, and Thorne, you can see, and you just see, it disappears, and there's a trail of fire where the tires would be. David, you you are on a bridge, and you look around, and it's night, but illuminated to your right is the Statue of Liberty. You did it. You made it back to your world, and you look over to Doc to, I guess, high-five since that's what you did before, and Doc's not there. And you grab the wheel, and you jerk it out of, uh, out of trying to avoid the oncoming traffic, and you turn the car, and it flips, flips hits the guardrail and falls off of the bridge. And the last thing you see before you block out is the water as you collide with the water. Thorin, after all that stuff, you see a bunch of dead Formians. And just a, uh, none of them are left alive. And it's just Suko there, and she's next to you. And she turns around, she looks at everybody, and they're all kind of holding, uh, panting very heavily. And there's uh, Kaiser kind of like holding his face. And he looks up, and you hear uh, Freeze go, Did they do it? Is it back home? And you hear Kaiser laugh. <laughs> well, we are still here, are we not? <laughs> the fool probably just went back in time in this world and got trampled by some prehistoric dinosaur. <laughs> well, sayonara, David. Thanks for the gift. Rest in pieces. And uh, he, he turns to you, Thorn, and you see all of them kind of turn to you. He goes, well, we still get to kill one guy. And in Thorn, you hear. I start chuckling. <laughs> and you look around, and you can see what looks like flaming artillery is just hitting the ground all around you. And then things get dark. And you look up, and the sun has an eclipse. And you look, and there's the shattered moon. And then you look at the thing eclipsing the sun, and you're like, that's not our moon, whatever is eclipsing the sun. And a little stream by you, it goes from clear and then slowly turns a crimson red. And then you start feeling pain all over your body. And she Suko falls to her knees and then you kind of you kind of collapse too. And you look around and sores are appearing all over your body. And like every all the SCPs are just kind of like looking around. Smoke gathers itself up. And the smoke lights on fire, but it's a black fire. And it looks like a humanoid figure of black fire, and it's holding two sides. Not a uh, sickles, I should say. Two sickles. You know what I'm talking about when I say sickle? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Kaiser says, no. No, you didn't come through to our world. You're not here. And the thing teleports next to the sergeant and then slashes him through. And you see this, this, the sergeant kind of rises into the air a little bit, and he bursts into flames. And then you can see out of his mouth comes like a blue wisp and straight up into the sky. And the body and the blood of the sergeant disappears. And then you see Freeze turn to shoot the gun and it goes right through um, Black Fire. And Kaiser bolts it. He runs straight back towards the SCP Foundation. And the thing goes over to Kaiser, teleports to him. And when it teleports, there's like a thin line of smoke. 
and then a big burst of smoke where appears and it it goes right through uh freezes his armor as if it was nothing and the same thing he raises in the air lights on fire and then a blue wisp comes out of his mouth and straight up into the sky and the blood and the body disappears and it starts teleporting all around the field killing all the people and you know harry heck is shooting a shotgun at him everybody's trying to do something but nobody can do anything to it and it gets to you thorn <laughs> appears like you race its scythe and stops an inch away from your nose and looks over and its little finger goes across the top of your head and down your cheeks and then goes away somewhere else and Suko climbs over you Thorn takes her hand and smashes it down on the bottle of blood grabs it and just smears it across her face and um, you see how much do you know to do that that's a question and then appears next to you is um, is uh, Valerian you can see he has swords all over him as well and he grabs the blood and he does the same thing and all around everyone's being killed to all that's left is Kaiser and he's running and he's running and he's getting to the SCP foundation and then the thing appears in front of him and he stops and he turns around tries to run away and the thing goes over next to him right in front of him Kaiser stops and he falls to his knees right in front of the thing he looks up at it and goes I was so close he puts his head down as somebody ready to be beheaded and the thing raises its sickle and takes his head off and he rises up in flame a blue wisp comes out of his mouth and he disappears David you slowly begin to gain consciousness and as you wake you hear That was Jefferson Airplane with somebody to love. And now for your weather forecast. An unexpected bout of hail happened today right here in the Big Apple. Meteorologist Can you open your eyes? Oh boy, you are in so much pain. Oof. Oof. It's rough. You're stiff. And you feel something like your throat. You can't speak. And you look around and you're in a hospital bed. You can see a nurse over you. She leans over your bed and turns down the radio. And, and she's looking at you she goes, Oh, you're awake! You hear... Uh, don't worry, nurse. I'll take care of him. And you look up, and it's some German dude. Don't worry, nurse. I can take care of this. You can you can go along. Are, are you sure? My instructions were to stay with him. I am very sure. Thank you so much for your help. Matter of fact, can you go get me a cup of coffee? Thank you. I appreciate it so much. Uh, 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 okay. And she leaves. Hello, David. Guten Tag. Well, well, well. Avoid me in one world just to see me in another, yeah? I believe I have a promise to keep. And uh, he squeezes your air tube, and you're struggling to breathe. So then the door opens, and in comes the man in white in a doctor's uniform. And he says, uh, just a minute there, Soze. I got a letter for you. And he lets go your thing, and you take a big inhale. Uh, and he goes, uh, edict. I'll, I'll read it for you. And he takes out the envelope, and he reads it, and he goes, from today... Until your judgment, you are not allowed to touch, be near, or be on the same continent as anyone whose last name is Cohen or comes from David Cohen's bloodline. I believe Germany is on the opposite side of the globe. Maybe you should visit there. I have an uncle in Germany. (laughs) And Kaiser grits his teeth. And he walks over. And he looks at Man in White. Man in White goes, effective now. 
And Kaiser leaves the room. Hello, David. Now, I know I said we wouldn't see each other again, but I guess we're in a different area, so I guess the rules are different now, huh? How do you feel? And you can't answer. <laughs> right, right. And he goes, here, let me take care of that for you. And he puts a hand on your chest. You call him the author a lot, but you know, he does have another name. The Great Physician. And you feel all the pain go away. And he takes the thing out of your mouth, and stuff out of your nose. And you look down, and that wound from Freddy that gave you through the stomach is gone. What about my arm? You're good. Your arm is back to normal. Everything is healed right before your eyes. Uh, I'd say better now. Smell that? Smell that fresh air? Fresh earth air? Yes. Well, David, you know, last time we met, you had a lot of questions. And I didn't have a lot of answers. But I've been given permission by the author himself to answer your questions. Though you don't deserve the answers, he will give them to you. So I'm sure you have a lot of questions. Fire away. Well, the questions we always ask. Why me and why did we have to do it that way? <laughs> thought that might be your first question. Well, David, why you specifically? It's because you were a child of the author. Why not another child? I don't know. That I, that I don't even know. But I do know why he picked you as a child of the author to go over. You see, the author, I call him that because... I am now speaking of what he does. He authors an edict. He authors laws, laws of nature. And he has made a rule that no shining ones from our world can interact in the affairs of the shining ones from that other world. But you were a sort of loophole. When you came through, the author could bring in shining ones from our world. But the fallen ones, as is their habit, illegitimately took advantage of a scenario the author set up. They illegitimately went through. They were not called as other shining ones were. The non-fallen were called over from our world to that world. They stole their way through. And as such, they were cursed with their physical form and the things that they complained about so much all because they went over illegitimately and with you returned those who came across illegitimately had to return but the ones that came through legitimately they got to stay and on top of that there was an evil force you know him as the lich and the author cares just as much about the people in that world as he does in this one. And I guess he figured who better to carry out his will than his very own adopted son. To deliver the justice that the Lich's actions demanded. But the Lich is back. You have done what you are to do. The punishment that is due in Nubricon will come at its appointed time. Know this. You stopped him from visiting upon that world a great and terrible evil. What one might call a cataclysm. He will undoubtedly restore his plans. But instead of happening tomorrow, they will not happen for a long time. What happens next to the Lich is his story. And it's between him and the great judger of souls. Lest it be in his will, 
you are no longer a part of his story. As you've learned through your adventures, things aren't always as they seem, and when people think they have the upper hand or have cheated justice, they most certainly have not. For to cheat the author is impossible. On that we agree. Well, I'm glad I could help. Always ready to help the author. Or I should say to serve. And you know what, David? Now that you're back here, he may call on you to serve again here. Sooner than you might think. His will's my command. So people from that world that believe. My friend Thaddeus. Where is he? Do we all do one kingdom in the end? Yes. Is it a separate afterlife? It is the same. It is the heaven that has been promised in the book to whoever reads it. So I'll see him again. You will. Well then, my only other question is where's my family? That answer, I believe, will come presently and I must make way for them. And he gets up to go and as he puts his hand on the door, he goes, you know, David, we never did officially get introduced. He walks back to you, he puts his hand out. The name's Gabriel. <laughs> and he shakes your hand. You can see on his badge it says Dr. G. It's my honor. Godspeed. He turns around and he opens up the door and there you see your family. And you see Jimmy cover her mouth. And your kids run to you. And they jump on t- onto the bed onto your arm. Hey, are my girls the same age? They are, they're the same age. <laughs> Thorn, back at, your, at that world. You're looking around, and all is standing is you, Suko, the Emperor. You no clue why they are there at that time, how they knew about the blood put on their face. A lot of questions going through your mind. But before you can even ask or ponder, you hear, Well, that's good and all, but I'd like my castle back now. And coming out of the woods is Anubra Khan and Malganis with a small army of undead behind them. And that is the end of Season 1 of Dragon's
David, you're being released from the hospital. And the doctor, maybe a RN, maybe a registered nurse, says, all right, just sign here and, and sign here. You know, um, Mr. Cohen, can I ask you a question? Sure. When you came in here, you had a lot of medical problems. I know because I dressed your wounds myself. You're leaving the same day, and you look like nothing ever happened. I have uh, a lot of reasons to explain stuff, but I don't have anything to explain this. Do you, Mr. Mr. Cohen, do you believe in God? Absolutely. Because I can't see any other way that you're walking out of here today. And that those wounds are gone without even a scar than a miracle. I uh, put my hand on his shoulder, and I'm just like, the power of prayer, my friend, the power of prayer. Daddy, can we go home now? Yes, we can, Elsa. Yes, we can. 